Christmas. It's the best time of the year. I don't know, I think they're kind of slow, but they're full of cheer. Have a Rick and Bob a Christmas, and when you walk down the street, tell the folks about these two yokes that make your day complete. Welcome in, it is Speedy with the Rick and Bubba Show. I am your host today, rolling out best of one after another. Let's get this thing started. I'm kind of in the area, I come up with uncomfortable ideas about society that no one wants to talk about, but if you think about them, if you'll just put all the, if you'll get rid of that and just think about it. Rick, you're in a, in a funny kind of way, you're a modern day Plato. Thank you. Thank you very much. I don't. I'm not sure that's a compliment, but it sort of is. You don't wear those weeds in your hair, right? And you and you wear a little more clothing, sure. And you've put the sandals to the road to Damascus shoes up. <laughs> but I do have some. Yeah, you've got some. You remember when I talked about buying organs while you're still alive, selling your organs? So a you cutting get mo- edge idea, Rick, that has caught fire. States are doing it. Some states are trying it. You know, you pay for them, put your kids through college, then you die, and they get your organs. Yeah. This one today deals with churches. Now, hold on. I'm talking about you big mega churches of the new millennium. We are members of, of what, what I would call really big churches. In my world, they are. I mean, if you've got... Based on where you grew up. Yeah, I went I grew up, I grew went to church, 300 people Easter Sunday, and now you know there's 5,000 every Sunday. You know, that's a big church to be. And I know they're bigger ones, and this will apply to them too. It's getting to a point, not just at churches, but at all big places, where too much specialized parking, guests... First-time visitors, second-time visitors, third-time expected handy, mothers. You got the handy. Handicap, that's exempt from this conversation. Okay. All right? But that's a given. I would like somebody to tell me the difference between handicap and special needs. Well, let me tell you, when you have two small children, I know what special needs Does are. that count? Even though I don't park in those spots, I am very tempted to do so. Does that count? Rick, have you seen how much baggage? Yeah, but I mean, is that what they got, mean? You've got one T-tot. We've got expectant mothers, and we've got pregnant mothers and just delivered mothers. To me, if you think you qualify for special needs, you qualify. All right, but we would agree, uncomfortable to say this, uncomfortable to say this, happened to me this past Sunday, I thought I had found an out and got shut down on my parking space. I mean, I thought, I said, well, I found a little hunting spot here nobody knows about. Got a letter that I can't park there, and they put cones up to block me out this past Sunday. And I got caught some grief from Sherry that I was doing something. There was, the curb had no markings on it in any way, What shape have or, you been doing? I had found this little curb as you come through, drop off the kids, and drop off Sherry, and I would whip around the back of the building. There was a curb right over by the air conditioning unit. Nobody, It was open every Sunday. I just pulled right over there. Well, they said an emergency vehicle wouldn't be able to get through with me parking there, and maybe that's true, so I won't park there anymore. So you've been called out on church parking? Yes, because I, I'm the master. You got a letter? A letter. Yeah. But How did they know it was you? They didn't. They just put it, whoever you are. 
On, on, on my windshield. Oh, no. Yeah, can't park anymore. On the windshield? But as I was driving down into the pit, because these big churches always, if you park, I mean, you better be in shape to even be able to get back to the church. Okay? Right. I passed all kinds of great parking nobody was in, and they were all special types of parking. Not talking about handicap. That's out of the subject. I'm talking about first time, second time, third time, visitors, guests, uh, mothers here, spec this. And I said, you know, all the parking spaces are used up. By what? To me, I think you're hurting your membership. Hear me out. The worst thing you can do, parking-wise, is to become a member. <laughs> I Th- know. That's the worst thing that could happen. If you become you get a, to go park out in the gravel. Yeah, now you become a – you always spot the members because they're sweating, trying to get to the church from the parking. Rick, this is no joke, and this may sound shallow. We visited a church, and it and I'll be honest with you, it was so far to walk. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was like it's Six Flags trying to get in there to park. Yes. And, and this, I know this makes me a shallow person. Can I just announce it, okay? Yeah, of course it does. The church is on a slight incline yeah. from the parking lot. Physically, I couldn't get to the sanctuary without being completely give out. Bubba, I, I'm going to tell you something. If I could say off air, I'd know the church it was, and that's why I ruled it out, too. <laughs> I, I'll just tell you. It, I got it in there, and me. I was going... I couldn't, you know, I couldn't even sing the hymns because I couldn't breathe. Well, I couldn't you know, stand I, up. I, I right. couldn't stand up. My knees were wore out and, and hurting by the time I got there. Picture this now. This they is, need trams in the parking lot. This is Can cu- I call that? This is cutting edge. How about this? We want you to enjoy our church, and once you become a member, you get the best parking. You reverse it. Members get the good parking. Visitors have to walk. And now, the, I know and you're going to catch carrot, flack. A carrot out there. I know you're going to catch flack over that idea, but I see where you're going. I, you're telling me membership has its privilege. Right. How about this? I talk to somebody. I know we want to be loving to the visitors. That happens once they get inside. You greet them, you love them, you hug them, and you even say, you know, when you become a member, you'll get one of those parking spaces like mine. Let me show you mine on the way out sure. since you're a visitor. I'm the one up here in the front. You know, but hear me. Give me the MasterCard commercial, parking up front, price. <laughs> you know? oh, hear me out now, because I've talked to people, how long have you been visiting our church? Oh, six months. Well, how come? They said, heck, we want that gas parking. I mean, Look, Speedy, I've got it for you. Vacation Bible School, $20. <laughs> Weekly tithe, 10%. Parking spot up front, priceless. <laughs> for everything else? There's MasterCard. <laughs> you know, but think, you know, that's all I could think about. I thought, now that I've become a member of my church, I have, I've been banished to the pit. I've, I've got to go park in the hole and then make and climb my way back to church. It's tough coming out Am of the I hole. hearing from both of you Shouldn't that it you be didn't down, join look, a certain you church because you couldn't walk to church? There was a church that was too physically demanding, yes. <laughs> yeah, that I could and not that make was the your cut. reasoning for not joining. Well, here, here's because yes. you couldn't no. walk up the hill. Yes. Yes. It, I spent two years trying to find a church. Did you ever, were you ever a fourth-time visitor and you went ahead and parked where it said first, second, or third time? No. I did. And you get out. I went to special needs. Well, you get out and then you wonder whether anybody recognizes you. Did, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know what you, I How did. do they really know how many times I've been Drive a different car every time? Yeah. You know what I was afraid of when Dress I Dress a little different, get a new haircut. When I parked. Rotate the kids differently. When I parked in special needs. There was a couple of times I got out, and I was, and I found myself being conscious of the of the fact that were people thinking I was not special needs enough, right? You know, because one time does fat count? One time Betty grabbed Caitlin and both baby bags, and all I had was Hunter to carry in, 
And I thought, well, it looks like my load's a little light for special needs. I wish you'd left me so that. So you bag. really you park, park in special, special needs? needs? I have in the past. I don't now, now that I've got my spot in the dirt over there. I, I like that. Look, I can't worship if I'm winded. Yeah. I mean, can, can, I, can I just call that? I mean, I spend half the service catching my breath. And I had a good spot, and I've been with, bumped out of it. Or you got your Sunday shoes on, you're going with a twisted ankle. That's no good. <laughs> look, look, I, I'll, little dust on. Yeah, can I park in special okay. needs because of my bad foot? Oh, I think you qualify. Look, I drop out Sherry and the kids at the drive-thru drop-off because right. Brooks has to go to the nursery. Right. And then Brandy and Blake, they, they latch on because they don't have to hide with Dad. Right. And it's almost like my family watches me now as I drive away going, we may never see them again. Yeah. There goes, bye, Dad. You know, and I'm like, so really, becoming a member, you get worse parking. I just want us to think about that. I know hey, it's can uncomfortable. I, can I tell you another thing, too, that <laughs> I'm very conscious after- about? I think it, I've parked too far if I can't start my truck with a keychain <laughs> so it's cooled off. Right. If I'm out of the range, I kind of scold myself and go, i got to get here earlier. Oh, for the longest, people thought I was an usher because I had to catch my wind out in the lobby before I went in. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you're telling me you come in after music as the preacher's about to right. start, and everybody's like, and you come in and go, people have asked me for a bulletin. I'm going, I'm just, you know, look, our church, our church is I, well known. I'm not I'm just trying to get my breath so I can get here and sing. The doxology. Our church is well known. I mean, it's how would it sound? You have to skip. Oh, oh, blessings. Praise Father. Holy Ghost. I mean, it's you know, it's tough. So. Just think about membership earns you better parking, not worse. Because everybody's got that commercial in their mind. Membership has its Think about it. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Without him, brother. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Oh, there is no other. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Waking on that blubber. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Gonna be a big star. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Fat will get you very. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh. It brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Day without him, brother. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Oh, there is no other. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Waking on that blubber. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Gonna be a big star. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Fat will get you very far. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in a It is 20 minutes past the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to this Cook's Pest Control Best of here. I am Speedy, your host today. Rick and Bubba back on January the 6th, so we'll be holding down the fort till then with some best of moments to get you through the Christmas holiday season. Hopefully all of you are getting your stuff done. Uh, I know uh, the uh, to-do list is growing, especially if you're hosting. Uh, but nevertheless, thank you so much for being with us. If you're traveling, drive safely. 
Uh, don't forget, go to rickandbubba.com for all the information about the show. You can click on uh, uh, radio or TV or whatever, get the full listings of uh, our great radio affiliates, some of the greatest radio stations around the country. Uh, that is there at rickandbubba.com. All the information is provided for you right there. All right, well, let's continue with these best of moments. Here's another one, a classic uh, considering considering goat uh, goat boy, take a listen. We're having a good time watching Jim Brewer look at all the various websites that fans have made uh, on his behalf. He didn't even know they were up. Yeah, and um, I'm learning a lot about Jim off these. We'll talk about that in a minute. More uh, callers standing by. Let's go to um, read up on yourself, Jim. It's pretty interesting. Let's go to Chris <laughs> in Asheville. Chris, welcome to the show. Pick me. Come on, pick, pick us. us. Hey, uh, Jim, I just wanted to know, uh, how, what was it like working with... <laughs> you get a lot of that. <laughs> oh, yeah. The best is, you know, two in the morning in the bar, and some guy across the bar just goes... <laughs> trying to do it. He can't even do it. <laughs> and it's, and it's his, in his mind, he's got it down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got to talk more about this, this, this time you spent as a Sears paint salesman. You were actually sold paint at Sears? That's not true, right? Yeah, no, no, no. And I was, let me tell you something. Any department store you go to, just make sure you ha- don't use the poor salespeople. They don't care. They're making minimum wage. They want to be there. They're making their check to get drunk and wasted on the weekend. Right. That is it. I mean, people used to come to me like, can you tell me where housewares is? Yeah, that way. Somewhere that way. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I'm 18 years old. I'm working at Sears Paint, and uh, we had a big rivalry. Hardware was right next to us. Oh. And there were two hardwares. There was commission. That was kind of cool. And then there was the hardware, no commission. So we, didn't, we looked down on them because they thought they were cool. So we kind of, and I used to prank them all the time. And there was this big fat dude in toy department. I used to always, hey, I'm coming in to buy some Wilson basketballs. And if I come in and get a rain chick, I'm going to punch you in your fat snot box. Now I want you to go in the stock room and check. You understand? I see his little fat belly going. To <laughs> so we kind of owned the pit. Well, one day, I'd always prank people. And one day, there's this nude guy. And he's working in the, in the hardware department. And um, this starter guy I used to work in my department he came up to me. He's like, hey, that guy in hardware is a real jerk. He kicked me out of the department. Oh, well, all right. Well, let's take care. And we see the guy's like 35. <laughs> if you're 35, Sears, forget it. I got to take you down. There's something, <laughs> something wrong going I'm 18 on here, and right? you're going down. Yeah, you're going down. Well, yeah. this sounds familiar, doesn't it? So I call up, you know, and... And it was, at the time, it was 1984 or 5. And if you remember, Reagan was president, and we had the problem with Libya. Yeah. yeah. And um, Libya, Muammar Gaddafi, they shot six Libyan missiles at a U.S. airplane and missed. Do you right. remember that? Right. Yeah. Missed. Didn't hit. And that's when Reagan, well, let's just go bomb them. <laughs> right. And we went in and we bombed them. Well, <laughs> at the time, it was huge news. So I called up this banana in hardware, and I go, hello. He goes, hi, this is Sears Hardware, Valley Stream. How can I help you? <laughs> this is Muammar Gaddafi, and I have just sent six Libyan missiles to hit your hardware department. Hi, what is your name? Muammar Gaddafi! <laughs> Muammar Gaddafi! And I kill all the people in the hardware and Sears Valley Stream pay. <laughs> the missiles on the way. Run, you dumb hardware person. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I hang up. Me and my friend are cracking up. We leave, you know, and we go in the break room. There was a lot of breaks. It's serious pain. Tag team hour breaks. All right, I'm here for an hour. Anyone come by? No, cool. I'll be gone for an hour. <laughs> so now we come back on the floor, and there's nobody around. And I walk out, like, what's... Man, where is everyone? What's going on? And all of a sudden, this guy comes in. The undercover... The, yeah, the undercover right? guys with the little bag. Right. When he comes out, he's Brewer. What are you still doing here? I go. What's going? He goes. It's been a bomb threat. <laughs> what are you still doing? I said. Here? What, are you, what are you talking about? He goes. This is a bomb threat. Someone called in. A terrorist called in and said they're gonna blow. We gotta get out of here. Like, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. What oh, do you mean? Man. He's like, the guy in hardware. And like a dork, I said, no, man, that was me. Oh, oh no. No, Jim. No, no. No, you should have no. just ran. And it, you get part of it, you go out too. And he goes, well, what are you, the, the fire department's on the way. <laughs> You're in trouble. And I said, I said, I was Muammar Gaddafi. <laughs> <laughs> Muammar Gaddafi sending missiles to hit hardware in Sears and Valley Street. Come on. <laughs> What is this guy? Three jeans from throwing feces? Are you kidding me? <laughs> he's been to the zoo, he's, he's one rock from. So I get to. My brother's a. He's one rock from what? From. I mean, headline news every day is like Muammar Gaddafi, right. six missiles, and. And so, thank God they stopped the the fire department. I knew that I knew guys in the fire department. I knew guys in the police department. My brother was a cop, so we sorted things out. But I had to meet with the president of Sears. How funny! In the district, they said, "Oh no, it's Brewer." And I have to admit, when I walked in there, you know, this guy suit and tie, you know, he's like, "So tell me what happened." I said, "Look." I shouldn't have said... First of all, I got done everything I had to get done. <laughs> right. I put all the little sale signs up. Right. When, I moved yeah. a little paint. I, yeah, I mixed did the paint. Mixed the paint, put the sales. Yeah, right. I did great that day, and I was... <laughs> And I was helping out in other departments. So far ahead. And they called us first, man. <laughs> and they called porno channels, and they put it in our line, so they started. And I said, so I joked around. I said, I said I was Muammar Gaddafi sending six Libyan missiles to hardware Valley Stream. <laughs> now, come on. You hired him. And he, for about th- three seconds, went, <laughs> Yo, then you, you love seeing that. Yeah, and he went, all right, let's just have less phone calls and a little more work. And he let me uh, continue work. The, has, you know, have, you, have you talked to him? And since? that guy quit like two days later because <laughs> everyone, was but everyone, everyone would, walk around, would walk around. Would walk around. Watch out, Muma's coming! Everyone out! Everyone out! It's over for you. They there, would you just know? walk by Sears like, "Hey, Brian, what's up?" <laughs> Get down! <laughs> <laughs> you know how it is. Hide the wrenches. <laughs> <laughs> and it's over for you. I know. Have, have you not- talked to either? One of them sits there. Oh, heck no. Classic. Classic Jeff Brewer. Heavily requested stuff. 866 Weeby Big is our number. Thank you so much for being with us here on this Cook's Pest Control Best of. Hopefully, you're uh, getting ready for Christmas, enjoying yourself. 
Uh, a lot of rain this past weekend in the southeastern part of the United States. Some still getting it. So uh, hopefully you're drying out and ready to get some stuff done this week. Uh, and uh, we hope that you'll be with us all week long. We'll have Best of today and tomorrow, a replay on Christmas Day, and then Best of's continue. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-five minutes until top of the hour. Thank you so much for being with us. We are rolling out best ofs here on this Cooks Pest Control Best of. More requested stuff. Guess it is hot tonight. Whoa! So hot tonight. Big question here. But where will it be tomorrow? I won't be on time. Um, right, let me let me start off by saying this is uh, allegedly reportedly this story. Oh wow! You know it, okay. it would be funny if it did happen. Right now, I'm going to tell now, wait you. Now, is this about Q? No. Okay. <laughs> he wasn't. He was involved. Okay. But let me just tell you guys. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You know. So, <laughs> uh, in other words, if this did happen, boy, it would have been something. It would have been. Uh, it would have been a good one, almost movie like. Kind of uh, like if Speedy had charged the stage while Kiss was up there. How exactly, funny that would have been. It would have been funny if it really happened. Right. So this is all allegedly, reportedly. Right. Especially since the law could get involved in mm, this. All right. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm, hey, will y'all come out on the ice with me? I'm out here. It's a little thin. But I'm <laughs> yeah. Only... Okay. Well, we uh, I've been visiting a lot of friends lately. I've been traveling out of town. Blah blah blah. Hmm. Well, you're a nomad. Yeah, I like for some reason I, I've got it in my in my soul to just go. Hey, I'm I'm taking a road trip this weekend. Your road trip. Well, me and Q is coming back from a road trip. All right. I knew Q was involved with this story somehow. somehow. The law's involved. <laughs> right. I got a good one, but I'm not. <laughs> so we are, on, we are on our way back from Mississippi. Okay. <laughs> we're on our way back from Mississippi. Okay. Okay. Mississippi Queen. And we are on this road. We're traveling. There's a lot of deer. You see deer everywhere. Okay. okay? I mean, just herds of them. You know they're overpopulated. Sure. Exactly. They're everywhere. The season should be extended to March 1. Go so ahead. we are look. Well, I'm on the alert. I said I don't want to get my new truck destroyed by deer. I've, I'm on the lookout for deer. Q, you got to help me. you got to span this side of the road and make sure nothing hops out. Well, all of a sudden, I get no time to even react, okay? Something comes out my, in front of my car. And I and I plow it. I don't even check up. It's so quick. Okay. <laughs> no, something no, ran out in no front of you. No tap of the brakes. Nothing. I didn't even let my foot off the gas. I'm I'm kicking gears. <laughs> I mean, you're talking I'm about thumb thumb. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I go. Oh wow. That's that's not going to be good for something. So Q goes. I think it was a bird. And I said it looked like a huge bird. So I go. I'm turning around. It's at night time. This road. Oh, nobody's no. here. Oh, turn no. around. We Guess turn yeah. around on this back road. Go back to it. It is a owl. Wow. Okay. Now you mean a friend of yours hit the owl, don't you? Yeah, guess exactly. That, that you I, heard about. This is just a, a movie I saw. Yeah. Right. right. Okay. If this had happened, wow. <laughs> Allegedly, reportedly. Pretty good size on this owl. <laughs> yeah. Huge. Okay. <laughs> Massive. <laughs> They're big. Somehow. Yeah. So if if I was to hit one, I would have to get out and check my truck to make sure nothing right. happened. Well, sure. And, and you of hit course, something that big. And nothing's happened to it. It's fine. And really, I check out. This uh, bird, we'll call it a crow. Okay. How about that? Yeah. Well, yeah. I hit a crow. A yeah. big-eyed crow. Because yes. <laughs> crows are not protected. No. Right. Well, you're getting ahead of me here. <laughs> <Yeah>. Sorry. 
<laughs> so I somebody go put a harness on. <laughs> I go check out the crow. Yeah. I'm going to check on the crow. The very big. And the crow, crow is in very good shape. Really? Okay. It's I'm, alive. Hey, no. No, I just mean he's he's looking good. Okay. <laughs> he's intact. I'm gonna call the I, I'm gonna call the crow Hooter. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, I check him out. And he's in he's in excellent condition. I don't know if you and Q should use the term Hooter in yeah, that story. Right. And I don't even want to know what what what, what Q wanted to do with this house. <laughs> yeah, if it's passed out right now, look out. Look out <laughs> By the way, at, at three thirty in the morning, if you want to see Cassio checking out a Hooter or a Crow, <laughs> and those nerves kick in and those talons go <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah, he's. I've never jumped so far. When you when you get a stick and you're checking out your crow. Yeah, the very big. And with, he moves with deadly, on you. With deadly talent. I mean deadly. And he moves on you. You'll jump a little bit. <laughs> so I, go, I have this brilliant idea. I'm not. I go. I'm mounting my crow. I, it's going to be huge, hanging on the wall. It's going to look yeah, sharp. Sure. Now you that, uh, of course, that would be like another violation <laughs> you know, if that was a real story. Yeah, yeah. If it was a real story, but let me tell you this: you know, these kind of crows have perfectly round eyes. No matter where you are in the room, it looks like he's looking at you. <laughs> exactly, it's going to be cool for everybody. Yeah, right. So I go. I'm, I got a truck. It's not going to get on anything. I'm just going to put him in the back. I'm going to take him with me. Will you DJ gear? No, my DJ gear was cleared out. Okay. Y'all wasn't working. You just out <laughs> running with are the dog. Are you available for Bubba's Class reunion? Yeah, we've done talk. Okay, we've go No, that's, uh, it's been scratched. <laughs> okay. So You got 600 songs lo- or more? <laughs> but go ahead. I'm so sorry. I load him up. I load the crow up, and I take him home. He's so, in the back of the truck. Yeah. So the next well, day. Well, he's dead. Yeah, he's dead. He, the next day, the next day I go, well, I'm going to call a taxidermist. Mm. Okay? <laughs> All right. So I look. I'm finding the nearest taxidermist, and I give him a call. Hey buddy, what's up, man? <laughs> hey man, uh, do you uh, uh, do you do you mount birds? Yeah, sure do, buddy. I was gonna get a quote on uh, how much it's gonna cost me to, to mount an owl. Hmm. There's a pause for a second. He goes, "Well, <clears throat> I can't do that for you." <laughs> and I said, "No, how much is it gonna cost me to run out? You don't, you do birds?" He goes, "Son, it's a federal fence." <laughs> Should I tell you the name? Wild wild about foul, okay? (laughs) So, I mean, all he does is birds. Yeah, that's your specialty. He says, Wild about how foul. Yeah, so I go, so he says, No, it's a federal offense to to mount an owl. And I go, You know, I start joking with the guy, okay? At this point, I realize this is the situation. So I go, No, that's not what I ask. I ask how much it's going to cost me to mount it. And he goes, Son, I'm not not playing around here. It's a federal offense. (laughs) And I go, yeah, I knew that. He goes, all birds are protected by law. All owls are protected by law. Now, this is allegedly reportedly here. If this had happened, what a <laughs> conversation this would have been. Yeah. So, anyway, he tells me I've got – even if I went through all the red tape, got some permits, I would still have to get it mounted and donate it to a wildlife authority. A wildlife – Well, why don't you? What, well, at this point, I just hang up and I go, well – I've got to disengage with this whole situation. Yeah. That's yeah, when you start turn saying, nasty. <laughs> you should have said, well, if I really had an owl, this was, you know, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I, I did. I've I got panicked. a crow. When we <laughs> all yeah. now, you panic and slam the phone <laughs> down. <laughs> you call ID. Well, yeah, I, I, I'm complaining that we didn't use star six, seven, okay, and all this. So I panic and I go, we've got – I mean, this is allegedly, reportedly, right. uh, of course. And You've you got know, hot merchandise. Right. You know, because there's some all, people, all, people going to hate me here. We all know that Game Warden Jeff in Tallapoosa <laughs> County is listening. <laughs> He's waiting for <laughs> he, somebody. And he'd love to run the table. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> by the way, you can't, probably can't prove none of this happened. Anyway, <laughs> uh, 
It's just a funny story the fat kid's telling. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'm a comedian. Get over it. So, so I take my crow. And right. I, and Very I, large crow. And I wrap him up. Okay? I wrap him up. Put him in some bags. I'll be honest with you. All right? So I take the bags. I put him in my truck. And I said, I, we can't put him in the regular trash can. Here. No, somehow fine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the trash guy will get it, and we'll get in trouble. So let's go to the nearest dumpster. Okay? Dump the hot bird. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. So me and Q load up in the truck, okay? Mm-hmm. We drive to this uh, recreational park, all right? There's a, there's a dumpster. I go, that is the perfect dumpster right over there in the corner. This right. is perfect. It's out in the parking lot. <laughs> we'll just we'll jump up real quick. <laughs> we'll, we'll ride up real smooth, get out, toss him out, and leave. It's going to be real easy. Right. As soon as we pull up, there's the biggest sign I've ever seen in my life, Okay. <laughs> Dumpster for park use only. Violators will be prosecuted and fined. Okay. Where you go? It's so a federal fence. So now I'm I'm commit. Oh, I go up. look. I've I've got a federal fence. They can't bust me for the dumpster. That's small change. Okay. <laughs> small change. <laughs> okay. Once I'm in life, you can't add more years onto it. Okay. So I go. All right. I'm just gonna hop out here. Look. We can't let anybody see us. We don't need to make noise. Don't need to look suspicious. Even though we're just throwing drop away. and go. Yeah. So I hop out of the truck and I'm about halfway there and everything is going smooth. And Q takes off screaming bloody murder. Hey! Ah! I mean, panic scream. The truck is still in drive. <laughs> oh, in my the- haste. <laughs> to get right, you, you are carrying a dead crow to a dumpster. <laughs> a dead crow, yeah. And your truck is driving off without you. I turn around, and the door is open, and the truck is rolling towards the main intersection with the fence. Okay. <laughs> So I start running back with my bag. <laughs> with okay. the bird. With the bird. I'm trying, to, I'm trying with one foot on the ground. I'm skipping, trying to get one foot in the truck. And finally, being inconspicuous. Yeah. I'm trying to keep it low, okay? <laughs> keep it at home, yeah, It's hard to drive with a bird under one arm. Exactly. <laughs> Stiff so, as a boat. By the way, a big bird. I mean, oh, yeah. It's just as big as a toddler. It's like having a parrot in your pocket. <laughs> as big as a toddler. Hoping the talons won't slip through the bag and, you know, give oh, me yeah, something. Oh, yeah, the damn talons <laughs> Get you, you have the disease. Because exactly. I eat them rats. So finally, uh, it's all a miracle. Q throws it in park about the time I'm hitting break. And we are six inches from a fence on going out into the main drag. I bet okay. that was a pressure start. Dirt kicking up from the king, you know, slamming on the drag. <laughs> yeah. So I go, look. We just, just everything's got to go smooth. Just sit here. I'm going to throw away. It will be fine. You know what this is like when the Brady Bunch took that statue with it? <laughs> No, you know, you know what this is like. This, like this is like me, this is like me and at work when they got that dead guy and can't Same get rid of him. I've got the Ark of the Covenant with me. Yeah. <laughs> I can't get rid of it. Right. Okay. Just pestilence and doom. <laughs> so, so I go. All right, just everybody, calm down. I'm going to toss it away. We'll be out of here. We're all good. So you're going to go back to the dumpster that, that has the big sign after all that's happened. Like yes. God's not already warning you. I've got to this point. I've got to get rid of it. Okay. Now you realize we're at a recreational park. All right. About the time I get over through the dumpster, the softball game is letting out, okay? And here are hundreds, thousands of people coming out, all right? And I'm sneaking over to a dumpster with something in a bag, okay? Right. So I got to just toss it and leave. So I'm, I can't even got time to get over there. So I toss it at the dumpster to that little side hole. It goes straight out the other side, okay? <laughs> It's doomed. This thing is paper and all, or just bird bagging off. <laughs> Hits the fence, you know, gives the rattle. So now everybody is, you know, what's going on? There's a fence rattle. I have to run over to the side of the dumpster, squeeze in between the fence, get it, toss it in, spin out, leave the parking lot. Okay, 
I go, look, hopefully nobody, there's no way they got Nobody it. saw all that. Yeah, sure. We got out of there clean. Yeah, we were, right. but we were, sure. we were incognito. <laughs> yeah. We were too sleuths over there, okay? <laughs> we were too so, sly. <laughs> so, on the way back, we've got to stop by his parents' house, Q's parents' house. This is all allegedly reportedly, by the way. Yeah. All right, I think I've gotten rid of it, okay? You're done. The, the, the think, doom is off I of I think this is, this is over with. I'm sitting there. Q goes inside. He's getting some stuff, and I'm sitting there. Win play show, guys. And the tree in front of me, the biggest owl I've ever seen, lands on a branch. And we're talking daytime. Here. What? Okay. <laughs> they are, they're out to get you. Look. Look. I go, I go, Q, Q, Q. I start screaming. Q, get out here. There's an owl. He goes, oh, whatever. You know, he thinks I'm, I'm pulling Well, you hardly ever see one. <laughs> I mean, I've seen two in less than 24 hours and killed one of his buddies, okay? Q comes running out said, there's a crow. He goes, I don't believe. I point up, and it's, I mean, it is a gigantic owl, okay? He saw you. <laughs> yeah, and he is just chilling. So, I think, I think, well, I, right This is now, Alfred Hitchcock's this The Birds. Birds 2 and Dangerous Species, okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're getting attacked now. And so, I've, I've been freaked out ever since, and I just wanted to come clear on the show here. It's kind of like the Telltale Heart. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> I can't go to sleep. That's why I was late this morning. It's Bird Poltergeist. Who did it? Who did it? Oh, yeah. Uh, how many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Roll? Tootsie Bob. One, two, three. So I just want to apologize to all the crows out there. All foul of any kind. Okay? Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're enjoying the best of Rick and Bubba show. I am sick and tired. Here is another story, and this is not a new story. Again, here is a woman who has gotten so fat, she has had to be removed from her house with a crane. Bubba, look at me. A crane. A crane. They're bringing in a crane because they can't get you out of the house. A crane. Y'all, mama, mama fell off the bed. Y'all back it up. Mama fell off the bed. Back it in. Back it in. Back it in. First of all, let's take the front of the house off, okay, and see if we can't come in through the roof. To get you out of your bedroom with a crane! Bubba, if you look and there is a construction site in your front yard, and somebody says, what, what's going on here? Y'all, y'all remodeling the house? No, we can't get Mama out of the room. You realize, I mean, you look out in front of your house, men at working, signs out there to get you out of your house. Firefighters had to use a makeshift crane to get an 840-pound woman out of her home. Y'all, this is not the first time we reported this. This is why I'm sick. Y'all, If I don't care. A lot of you, people are going to call insensitive. Look, I'm fat. I am fat. Say it again. Bubba, you say it. I'm fat. I'm fat. I am overweight, and it is my fault. Nobody else's. It, Rick Burgess is to blame that I'm fat. But I can get up out of the bed without a crane. I mean, I, you know, what's that, Mama? What you want? You want to try to get up? Okay, hang, hang on, hang on, just a minute. Y'all back it in. 
Mama fell off the bed, and according to the story, it had got to where she couldn't breathe because she fell out of the bed. Can't use the harness. Had to be taken down the stairs from the second floor so firefighters could put an old door with a mattress on top, a harness, and a series of pulleys attached to a fire truck to carry her down from the window. It took two hours to get her on the ground. Fat community, listen to me. If, if, let's say I'm a woman, okay? I know I, I'm a man. I, I, it doesn't matter. Let's face it. If I stood, looked at y'all, and one day I got up, and I said, you know what? I weighed today, bub. I weigh 400 pounds. At 400 pounds, I would have to announce, hey, guys, I got, I'm, I'm in trouble here. I, I weigh 400 pounds. A lot of you in our audience weigh four or 500 pounds. This woman went on beyond that pinnacle for another 440 pounds. For a grand total of 840 pounds to the point to where you fall off your bed, they have to get a crane in there because you can't breathe. A crane. A crane. I can't. I'm speechless. Pounds don't. You don't wake up one day and weigh 840 pounds. Well, Rick, it's a big step from, you know, I've put on a little weight. I probably need to, to do a little more exercising, maybe do a little diet, get it off to, hey, they're removing the shingles so we can get the crane down through the roof. <laughs> That's I mean, that is a big step. That's my point. Thank you. you have, you've grasped it. Now, there are a lot of people that are going to send me letters, you're making fun of a fat person. No, I, I am a fat person. <clears throat> and how about this? If I weigh 840 pounds and y'all go out there to Indian Springs and a crane is backed up, to get me out of the garage, because that's the only place there was room for me to even stay anymore, was the garage. They've moved me to a garage because it's the only thing big enough to house me, okay? Do you realize that, you know, really, if somebody said to you at your home, hey, I got a piece of furniture coming that weighs 840 pounds, you go, my gosh, that's too big for the house. I mean, that's like having a small automobile in your bedroom. You know it? Or a hippo. You, you know who's cooking for this person? I mean, can we not? Is she, I mean, wasn't you know, there a point where somebody said, "Mama, Mama, we, we need to do something"? You weigh four hundred pounds, and you know it goes on. I mean, they have to give her sponge bath. She can't get in the tub. So oh no way! Come wipe her down. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you know your heart's big as a watermelon? By the time you get that big. See, I she, think it's not like she can't get up and come get you if you don't cook for her. Just tell her no. There's nothing she can do about it. Well, if you get close she enough, she grabs you. You've had it. Let me tell you one thing, though. Let me tell you something. She if, can't chase you through the house. If Mama finds out there's not a meal coming, no, she'll call the crane. You know what? Can y'all put me in the kitchen? <laughs> Steady. <laughs> Steady. Down two. Down two. Down. Right there. Back one. Back one. I can just about reach the cookie jar. Hang on just a minute. Hold me right there. I mean, y'all, this is not the first. I am. I. I do not want to see oh, another wait, story where one of our fat brothers and sisters is being removed with a crane. <laughs> That's good stuff. I don't care who you are. <laughs> Thank you so much for being with us here on the kickoff hour. Cook's Pest Control is a rolling right along. If you're listening live, Christmas Eve Eve, we thank you for being here. 
making us a part of your week. Rick and Bubba back on January the 6th. We're rolling out best of moments uh, until they get back. So thank you for being with us. A fresh hour starts next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and now six minutes past the hour. Let's start this hour like we always do with uh, the National Anthem. Tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show. We are live. It is a Cook's Pest Control Best of. Accompanying us, of course, Kevin Derryberry, friend of the program. Kevin, Merry Christmas. Welcome back. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. We are, are going to start this hour by reading from the Holy Bible, the uh, the Christmas story that is the reason that we as uh, followers of Jesus Christ celebrate uh, this Christmas season. And uh, we, we uh, this is um, a new tradition we started. We've always read the, the Easter story the last couple of years, and we realized, you know what, we need to be reading the Christmas story also, and that'll kind of get this hour started. And uh, we'll read this um, out of the um, the Gospel of Luke uh, in the Holy Holy Bible in the in the New Testament. And um, may God bless the reading of His Holy Word. And here is the Christmas story. In the sixth month, uh, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin who was engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and he said, Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. 
But she was greatly troubled at that uh, at the saying and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you've been found in favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great. He will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there will be no end. And Mary said to the angel, How will this be, since I am a virgin? And the angel answered her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child will be born, and he will be holy, the Son of God. And behold, your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son. She is already in her sixth month with her who has been called barren. For you see, nothing is impossible with God. And Mary said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. And let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. That was Luke chapter 1, beginning in verse 26 and ending in verse 38. And in those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. And everyone went to his own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house of the line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. And she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in clothes and placed him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and with the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find the baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and peace on earth to men, to whom his favor rests. And when the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. And when they saw him, they spread the word concerning what they had been told about the child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds had said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had seen and heard, which was just as they had been told. That comes from Luke chapter 2, verses 1 through 20. Debra, why don't you play What a Wonderful World for us? Yeah. Let's uh, get us into the break here. Let's see if we we can get it. You ought to think about putting this on CD sometimes. I'm thinking about it. Kevin Derryberry will now perform uh, his version of uh, the world classic, uh, What a Wonderful World. Yeah. Come on, Kevin. I mean, say, get us, take us to the break. Fire us up, huh? I see trees. Come on. Of green. Tell it, Kevin. A railroad's is true. And I watch them bloom. For me and you. This is a Max Street song. And I think to myself, 
with Rick and Bubba in the house. What do you say? It's a wonderful world. I see skies of blue mm-hmm. and clouds of white. The bright blessed day And the holy, holy night And I think to myself Jesus, Lord of my life mm, What you say? It's a wonderful world Come on I'm showing out a little bit You like that? Yeah Well, the colors of the rainbow They're so pretty in the sky so are the faces of the people passing by. Yeah. I see friends shaking hands. What they say? They say, how do you do? And they're really saying, they're saying Jesus loves you. I hear babies wow. cry. <laughs> Listening to the Rick and Bubba show (laughs) And I think to myself With Jesus, Lord of my life Everybody all together with me It's a wonderful world Alright Alright I think Louie's in the house Are you going to do the Louie? Grab the colors Of the rainbow Oh yeah They're so pretty In the sky Yeah Yes, and so are the faces of the people passing by. Come on. I see friends shaking hands. Oh, na na na. Said, how do you do? Yeah. That really saying, saying that Jesus loves you. Thank you, Louie. Come on. I your babies cry. <laughs> Yeah, they learn much more yeah. than I'll ever know. Yeah. And I think to myself, with Jesus in my heart, uh-huh. yeah, is a wonderful world. Yes, it is. Yes, I think to myself, with Jesus, Lord of my life. It's a wonderful, oh, it's a wonderful, oh, it's a wonderful world. Wow. How about that? Oh, 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 Sixteen minutes past the hour. That gets this hour going, and we're off to a great start. Don't go anywhere. It's the Cook's Pest Control Best of Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-two minutes past the hour. It's the best of Rick and Bubba. Well, some shows shout, other shows snooze. But I found a show that just can't lose. Well, thank you. Rick and Bubba's here on the air. Yep, 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 yep. People.
people's talking about them everywhere. Rick and Bubba's on your radio. The year was 1999. Right, it was a night before Christmas um, starring the Rick and Bubba players. And, I mean, we've just about have got everybody that came today is included. Yes. Including uh, some of our favorite characters. Twas the night before Christmas when all through the house not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung yes. by the <laughs> chimney with care and hope that St. Nicholas Tell it. soon would be there. The children were nestled all snug in their beds yes. while visions of sugar plums danced in there. Oh, what a nice pause. Nice pause. That's nice. Hey, it's. <laughs> Ryan Greenwood. And Mama in her Dolphins jersey, and I in my Dolphins cap. It just settled our brains.com for a long winter's nap. You've got mail. <laughs> when out on the lawn, there was such I sprang from my bed to see what was. The man away in the window like a flash tore open them shutters and threw up the sash. The moon on the breast! Who said breast? Speedy, are you looking at me? Speedy's looking at my breast! Of the new fallen snow! I'll take it, man. Gave a luster of midday to objects below. <laughs> Oh, am I up again? Hey there, Slate of the Free World. When what my wondering eyes <laughs> should appear, baby. Hey, Slate of the Free World, mister. How you doing there? A miniature sleigh and eight tiny reindeer. A little old driver so lively and quick. Where's Mrs. Claus? She back at home by herself? I knew for, I knew, I knew for a moment it must be St. Nick. More rapid than eagles, his courses they came, and he whistled. <laughs> uh, thank you. And shouted and called them by name. Now, Dancer! <laughs> now, Dasher! Now, Prancer! Now, Vixen! On Comet! On Cupid! On Dunder! And Blitzen! To the top of the porch! To the top of the wall! Now, dash away! Dash away! Hey, this to make a good group! Dash away all! Spinozzi! As dry leaves that before the wild hurricane fly, and they get in your driveway, and you gotta blow them off every single day. <laughs> when they meet with an obstacle, mount to the sky. It's probably some phone line that they're running through because they put more cable oh, Andy, in. Andy, Andy, okay. Oh, sorry. All right. Oh, yeah! So up on the house, of course, and they flew! Oh, yeah! With a sleigh full of toys! Oh, I'm blowing out fire! And St. Nicholas! when I heard on the roof. <laughs> I prancing and bawling of each little freaking hoof. As it drew in my hand, I was turning around. I thought, down the chimney, St. Nicholas came with a bound. He was dressed all in fur <laughs> from his head to his foot. What's wrong with that? I like that look. And his clothes were all tarnished. With asses and suit. <laughs> hey yo, hey yo, peep this. Yo, 
a bundle of toys, a whole bunch of them. He had flung on his back. And then it looked like, like, like a peddler. Like he was slanging or something. <laughs> Just open his pack. What's up? Hey, for my heavyweight champion, what Mike Tyson is. I say I twinkle because I punched him. <laughs> and his dimples how merry. His cheeks were like roses and I bit him on them. And he know like a, like a cherry. <laughs> his droll little mouth was driven up like a bow. And the beard on his chin was as white as snow. Ah, see, I'm calling snow. <laughs> <laughs> Who's this coming in? Oh, oh, we haven't seen now. him in a while. It's, it's Helium Boy. Hi there, everybody. Mike's Rue's been booming since I left you losers. And the stump of his pipe is held tight in his tooth. And the smoke went and surfed with his head and knocked out Ruth. We had a broad face, not Bobby's sunlight douche. And a little round ball of a um, laugh like the bow full of, full of jello. Bring me back. Everybody loves me. All right, all right, just move out. Move no, away. That's enough. Get back. See you, buddy. Get out of here, you bunch of losers. Hey, get, 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 get him. Get him. Come and we'll hook Cut up his the mic off. Hey, get him. All right. Cash him, help me. He was chubby and plump, <laughs> a white jolly old elf, and I laughed when I saw him in spite of myself. <laughs> Hunt, wait just a minute. Speedy, will you get daddy a cup? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I can get through this. I'm about to drown, though. <laughs> a wink of his eye and a twist of his head soon gave me to know I had nothing to <laughs> do it. You will read the rest of this and you will like it. <laughs> he spoke not a word, but went straight to his work. And he filled all his stockings. And he turned with a jerk. And laying his finger aside of his nose, and his papers. <laughs> and giving a nod up the chimney, he rose to see the Fuhrer. <laughs> hey, he sprang to his sleigh, to his team, gave a whistle, and away they all flew, like the down of a thistle. Come on! Yeah! But I heard him exclaim, ere he drew out of sight, Merry Christmas to all, and to all a good night. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Five minutes till top of the hour. Cook's Pest Control Best of is live. I'm your host, Speedy Rick and Bubba, on vacation. They're back on January the 6th. We're holding the fort down until then. Playing nothing but requests. Love this classic. Take a listen. JT joins us. Uh, Bubba, I don't know 
how we're gonna we're, we're gonna have to put on our kid gloves. Would you like to get oh, yours out? And put not it on? today, Rick. No. <laughs> I love Bubba when he needs kid gloves. In, in, any any time you spend any amount of time with JT, you're you're not gonna come out of it without hearing some story that will trouble you. That hey, let me tell you something. That world right there makes my world look like you have walked up. To a lake in late afternoon with no wind. Look, and I, I mean, look, let me tell you something. His his world, it's one bizarre scenario after another. So I pick up on a phone conversation he's having with his wife, or we're going to uh, visit Mickey before he had his surgery, and um, <laughs> I begin to piece together some kind of bizarre conversation. Would you like to tell Bubba what 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 you were doing? Judy has a car that uh, has leather seats. And over the time, between Michael, you know, playing tic-tac-toe with a pocket knife on him or leaving the top down and it raining and suntan oil and the sun beating on it, the leather tends to crack and, you know, the older the car gets. So so it's a nice convertible with leather seats. Exactly. Well, JT, well, you're very nice to put your wife in such right. a nice automobile. It's a, it's a very nice car. But this the one le- Michael wrecked. Yes. In the parking lot. Yes. Okay. So in other words, over here, Judy's car, over here, yours. There's I, a big. I, there seems to be disparity between I, the quality of I, the I automobile. My, I prefer my wife to be in a better vehicle than I am. If one of us has to drive a worse vehicle, then it would be me. But probably mechanically, mine's in in much better shape. Yeah, if you if you if you don't think about the fire you had in it this week, but go ahead. But anyway, Judy's seats leather starts to crack, so I go see a place that does interiors, and uh, you know they give me a price on it. It's, you know, to replace leather in, inside a car, it's about a thousand to twelve hundred dollars. So uh, I said, wow, okay, that's a little, that's our starting point right there. So uh, the lady suggested maybe you want to go to a salvage yard. And a lot of times, wreck cars, the interiors are in great shape. So you can get those a lot cheaper than oh, brand new. Oh, come on. So I said, okay, oh, that's not a bad idea. And she goes, if you find one, <clears throat> just have them bring us the stuff, the guts of the leather interior. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll put it in for you. Would you save sixty bucks? JT? No, no. The price was from twelve hundred down to two hundred and fifty, so I'm saving a, you know a lot of money. Yeah. And but how far did you have to drive to find a salvage yard that would do? I this? found these are wrecked cars. Wrecked you, cars, but I'm, I'm totaled cars. Well, that's what's at a salvage well, yard. You yeah, know. I mean, that's you. A that, lot of people. You can salvage buy, stuff. Sure. You, you you know more you know most of the time you think about like a. Part that's kind of hard to get or something. Uh, right. So let me get this straight. Not a seat. You didn't like the price on leather seats, so your backup plan was I'm going to a salvage yard where total wrecked cars have laid in a junkyard. Well, the good news is the car that I found was a fresh car that had just come in. Now, I went to another yard where the car had been out in the weather for a longer period of time, and those seats had been molded out, and mm-hmm. I thought I'll pass on those and go back and get these. Both nice gentlemen at both yards and both shooting me straight and both about the same price for the What interior. was the other choice you, you were trying to tell me a minute ago and I couldn't remember what it was? I've got one queued here. What was the other? Uh, uh, the money dropping. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so, I, so I go back to the yard and uh, we you, pull you, up you, in you, my I, father-in-law's we're truck. We're working quickly toward a shout-out. Yes. <laughs> It, it, here we go. We're on the road. No. I just saw the sign how many miles it was. It, it's pretty close. Hey, Ronnie, Cherry Avenue Salvage. But anyway, uh, <laughs> no. So I go back to the yard. I take Judy and Michael with me, and we're in, in my father in law's truck. So we pull in Saturday morning, 
And he says, just give me a holler when you're coming, and I'll have the seats pulled out for you. So I'm getting the seats and the panels of the car and the, basically the whole interior except the carpeting. So I get there, and the seats are all pulled out and everything, and uh, I get out of the truck, and Judy and Michael are still in the truck, but it's about 10 feet away from the wrecked car that I'm looking at with Ronnie and some other guys to get this all loaded up into the truck. And I said, yeah, I noticed the, uh, the airbag uh, on that thing was a had a little blood on it, you know, got, from the accident. Oh it was gosh. a car accident. Oh, okay. my gosh. So it was a total vehicle. Right. Yeah. He says, you should have seen these seats when we pulled them out. Oh, oh JT! My goodness. And I said, what? Mm. He goes, JT, yeah. JT, here is where expertise will just reign supreme. Mm. Okay. All right, so. Easy. Right. Easy, big fella. All right. So uh, you I said. You are going to take these seats and put them in your vehicle. Wait a minute. So they said, we've cleaned them up pretty good for you, but there's still a little bit of splattering, if you will, on the on one of the seats, driver's seat. So I said, wow. He goes, You're yeah. You're still going to get this? He says the airbag would have saved the guy, but the hood of the car oh. Oh my came through the windshield. Oh, my God. I said, what? He says, yeah, he didn't make it. Oh, my God. And I just look over at the truck at Judy and Michael, and they're just in there playing a little bit. And, Happy as clams, aren't they? <laughs> Happy as clams. He's playing with his Game Boy. He's playing with a something, you know, reading a magazine. And, I'm going, and they don't know anything about anything on the car yet. Are, so, you, are you familiar with the movie, Christine? So we load it. Yes. So we load this, everything up in the back of the truck, and we're riding down the road, and and I'm a little unnerved by it. And Judy says, you know, it's kind of weird out here at a salvage yard. You know, everyone, it, it kind of gives you the creeps. Everybody here was in a car accident. Uh, yeah. I said, I said Yes. But the, while wow, the savings, so um, JT, <laughs> so uh, JT, I can't believe look, you. While the savings, but, JT, a lot of people go to salvage yards to buy parts that are still good. But normally, Bubba, Bubba wouldn't you think he had given us with he, me? He's given us a couple of warning signs that maybe this isn't the buy. You know, I'm not. Uh, superstitious or anything, no, Rick. No. I just don't believe in taking chances. Right. All right, so listen. So we're getting, we're riding down the road, Michael's sitting between us in the truck, and Judy goes, everything all right? I said, yeah, we're good. See, he can't hide when he's in stress. Either yeah, when he's yeah. At, when I'm, he, I'm fine. Yeah. And she goes, Jeff. I said, no, we're good, we're good. And I'm kind of giving her, you know, <laughs> hey, Michael's sitting right here. You, you quit bringing it up. Yeah. So we get home, and we're unloading the seats into my garage. The new ones? Are the old ones? The used ones. And uh, we've got them in the garage. And uh, I said, I'm going to get these all cleaned up before I take it up to the uh, the place that's actually going to do the switching out of the seats and, and making it look good. So uh, Michael leaves the garage now and scatters out to the front yard to play with the you know buddies in the neighborhood. And Why Judy, do I feel like the story's not over? <laughs> Judy comes walking up to me and she says, hey, what's up with the seats? <laughs> Is that blood? I said, yeah, yeah, it was a car accident, you know. Let's hear the whole story. So I said, all right. So I told her, she goes, you what? You bought seats? There, You have brought spirits into this house. No, she didn't. She will not buy antique furniture, fear that there are spirits that comes with antique furniture. She just, she's, and Judy's got a sixth sense about some of this kind of stuff. She really does. Here we go. So she, she, uh. JT, she, is she not, married you. She is. <laughs> right. So undoubtedly, they're not all dialing. <laughs> <laughs> so she is not, uh. She is she is not fired up about these seats. <laughs> JT, I can't believe what are you doing. 
This makes me so uncomfortable. Yeah. I don't want to make light of this, but my gosh, son. Leather's leather. It'll clean up. Saddle soap. And then in the back pouch of the seat is a Kodak disposable camera. She pulls it out. And uh, I said, you don't even think about getting that developed, you know, for th just throw it away. That goes right in the trash. So later that night, we're all watching a movie, kind of close the garage You need to try to down. find out whose family that is. No, you don't. Don't you develop that no. thing? No, no I didn't say develop it. No. Give them, it's their yeah. property. Well, Give yeah. it back to Bubba. them. No. Bubba! No. You'll know whose blood it is. No. That might be valuable, something that they were out doing. Look, have not, somebody else deliver so it. I, I agree with what you're saying, but you don't want to be the What, you're wanting your wallet back and everybody screaming, don't return the camera to the family? <laughs> I mean, what is this? <laughs> so, Judy, later we're watching a movie. It's dark. The garage is shut down. It's nighttime. She walks out to take the garbage out to the trash can. And there sits the seats with the little camera sitting on one of it. She just got all freaked out and came back in the house. She goes, I don't know what you're going to do, but uh, I don't know if I can drive that car anymore. Because we're going to put, they're being put in as we speak. I wouldn't drive it. Nothing wrong with them. I'll have it exercised and blessed. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're listening to the Rick and Bubba Show. We got 10 minutes until top of the hour, and you've got the Rick and Bubba Show live. It's a Cook's Pest Control Best of, and we thank you for being a part of it. Our number 866, we be big. We are holding the fort down. Uh, Rick and Bubba back on January the 6th. Uh, here's a classic. Uh, recapping Bubba's Christmas party. Bubba, your, your party was, was <laughs> let me tell you one thing, and I know this is difficult when we all deal with this, but frankly speaking for the non-tennis people that were there, mm -hmm. because we were, we were, you were a special guest, right? We, we were, we were allowed into the tennis sanctum, mm -hmm. uh, where, where all the tennis people got together and, and I wasn't the only one. There were, there were some of us that were not tennis. And um, now Sherry did ask why I was the only one from the show that came, and I said, "Well, I'm the only one that likes Bubba." <laughs> so uh, the, the, the well, <laughs> I, I want to point out, I want to point out, Speedy was invited, right? Don Juan was invited, right? Um, Ryan and uh, Scott, I think, were mentioned to them in the hall. Yeah. Um, Speedy texted me about an hour before the party started. He said. I decided to go hunt and catch you later. Right. What? Okay. Not, you can't. You can't. You can't blame him for that. By the way, especially um, on that seventy-five degree day. But it was good. Yeah, I know. But anyway, and uh, I still I haven't heard how big a one he got. But right. D told me he was coming. No, I just I, never I saw was, it. Oh wow! Coming. So he's the only one that didn't respond. I got caught up in. I had three different events, three different things, and and you had some travel involved, and it, it required a a go from here. All the way here, and then all the way back. Mm, I'd, I'd it was one of those. I did and, multiple um, parties. I was everybody. Yeah, 
That's fine. I, I mean, mean, like we, we hours, hours apart. Hours apart. And, well, and, you know me. I just, I just, you know, I don't meet a stranger, so I just, fit, <laughs> I just fit right in. Well, that's why you're always good to be a special guest right, at a group right. party for somebody right. else. So. Right. And one time I had. I was one hoping person. you'd win the the door prize of the tennis racket. That would oh, be. Oh my god. Well, I was, uh, I was asked. Uh, it, you know, it was weird to be in inside that uh, world because you know we've heard about it. Yeah. But to be in there with them, it's it's it was uh, it was different. And and I'm telling you, a lot if you if you bring all six eight teams, you and betty play on that's a lot of people oh yeah yeah we Uh, had we had probably a little over 60 folks come through yeah it was a bunch i mean there was a bunch there and undoubtedly they all love numb nuts because i didn't get it i know it i know but uh (laughs) but it was it it was you know and i felt like i had to talk about tennis some you know which you know like i would test it every now and then i would see if they really knew all the teams (laughs) right right one time i'd act like i was on one of the teams and that we'd won a state championship (laughs) and and i'd kind of check that out and that would confuse sherry why are you telling people right right. i'm just testing it well you know and then luckily i found some of the husbands who who don't care about tennis either that have been drugged into tennis and then we got off and discussed the obsession and the Really, the cult that has become tennis with some of y'all, and uh, I enjoyed that. You know, anytime I can find Gene Hurst, I'm, I'm gonna be okay. Yeah, Big Gene was there. Yeah. Good to see him. And I could tell and, Gene uh, needed me. By the way, yeah, when he saw me, it's almost like that. If I, I was a, well, like, he didn't have anyone to talk travel ball with. Right, you know? right. <laughs> when he saw me, it was like that guy that was that had, had been out in the desert looking for Stroh's beer. <laughs> when, when, I, when, when I rounded the corner, it was like there he is. There we go. <laughs> I finally had to beat Gene off of me. I was just like, Gene, I need to visit. With other people it's okay well you know you're i i thought of uh i thought of our our good friend uh, jeff foxworthy at one point uh when he does his you may be a redneck yes at one point by the way there he is when the table tennis yep better known as ping pong got really serious and i had a good friend burt caruth used to play for Ole miss yeah Quite the tennis player, by the way. Well, he has to, to me, be able to hang out with you. Turned to me and asked the question, can I take my shirt off? So I mean, he, he was getting into the table well, I, tennis really? and sweating so much. Uh, so, you know, I thought that would be a good add-on to Jeff Foxworthy if you're having a Christmas yes. party. Well, my favorite idea, D, and see if you like this one, Bubba's, Bubba's home theater room is not complete, which was disappointing. Mm-hmm. Because I wanted to get in there and play with that, but so I, I kind of one time set up shop where I was holding court in there, yeah, where people I could sit in the chairs and tell stories, <laughs> and, and, and 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 did you see me when I had me? I had I pulled me together a little right, group there right, for a minute, right? It was like Uncle Remus, yeah, and uh, <laughs> but uh, and all the stories were about you, of course, so people could have things against you, but. Right. Um, my suggestion was that he move all of his deer heads, which, by the way, if your neighborhood finds out you got all these deer heads, you're going to be in trouble. But it's to, to move these deer heads into where the screen will one day be. <laughs> and you just have them across there, and you sit in the chairs, the theater chairs, and discuss each deer, how and it happened. Look at the, oh, right. yeah. and, and I, so I thought that was a great idea. <laughs> well, they were just so The big. one on the far left there, I remember him like it was yesterday. <laughs> they were so big, I didn't want them to block the screen. <laughs> right. Know. And I noticed you put mine in the garage where it wouldn't scare yours off the wall. Right, right. Well, I started to just hang oh, yours. Wow. I started to just hang yours and act like it was mine and see if you'd notice. Well, no, I, you remember I said that. I told Sherry, I saw, I said, I don't remember him having this man. He's got my deer head up in here. <laughs> so I started searching him. Let me see if I recognize him. Oh, hold on now. I've only got three. It ain't like I got that many, but yeah. uh, it was funny. I did have uh, a friend call and. Uh, 
and she said, look, I've got an out-of-town friend with me, and, you know, we don't want to, you know, crash, but you invited me, but is it okay if she comes? And I said, well, sure, absolutely. I mean, I, I'd be honored to have her. I said, now, deer heads don't scare, does she? Because you always have to ask, because you never know. And uh, she said, no, she's good with that. I said, well, tell her to come on. Now. All right, is that the one I met? Because the, one of the strangest meetings of this whole, because this is your house, right, okay? Right, right. You know, you don't ever know who got there. Did they come through Betty? Did it come through you? Is right. it both? And you know, I, I, I didn't did know I give everybody him a ride? there. Yeah, did yeah. I give him a ride? And, right. You know, and it, I kept looking for D. I didn't find him. But so, so here, here's the thing. I actually had a, a person at your party in your house. It was funny to watch this come together. She sees me and she says, "Hey, you're from Rick and Bubba." And I said, "Yes." And and I thought, well, that's not <laughs> that's sort of unusual, but you know what I mean that it's in Bubba's house. You know what I mean? And I was like, well, it's the pleasure to meet you. And she said, well, what are, you, what are you doing here? And I'm like, well, it's Bubba's house. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, 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 and she was like, no, 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 not Bubba from Rick and Bubba. I said, you're you're in his house. This is his, this house. Is his house. You're in it right now. That's why I'm here. You know what I mean? And, 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 and she was like, like, she thought I was visiting somebody that she's having to be. I said, no, 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 you're in, the whole thing's here. And I said, I would let you introduce you today and Speedy and Ryan, but they didn't come. I said, <laughs> sure. But, but sure. I said, we're, we're all here. You know what I mean? I mean, this you're actually in Bubba's house. And she started looking around, and, and the confusion happened. She looked up at pictures and says, which one of these is big love? I said, no, no, no. These are Bubba's children. Yeah. I said, this is Hunter and Kate. And she goes, from the show? I said, yeah. She said, which one of them was on the show? That, that, this guy right here. I was pointing. I said, that's Hunter that was on the show right there. I said, you're, you're, in, you're in Bubba's house. I couldn't make her understand that this was actually... And then, and then and then she said, "Well, where is?" I said, "Well, I don't know." Just I said, "Go." We down. had a lot of walk up, right? Here, I, I, so. I said, "I said, walk down these steps and shout something like that. You are a great tennis player, and you'll find it." You know, I said, "Just say, say, say out loud to somebody, I'm great at tennis. I just can't find a team." I said, "And you'll you'll find him in a minute." But, uh, but yeah, I saw I saw a lot of people I didn't know. At one point, the uh, crew that had been uh, roofing the house next door came over and was eating, and it right, was, I uh, let them in. Yeah, and they they were like, "Hey, amigo, what do you call this?" I said, "That's numb nut." <laughs> Hola. You know, just kept on going. Right. Uh, but it was I didn't a, meet them. They it was kept a big asking what the salsa was. Right, right. It was just a it was a big celebration. It was well it. done. It was beautifully done. We we had a great time. And uh I matter of fact I wasn't ready to go. Sherry got sleepy because she had you know, it's this thing about her running. You know, yeah, she, she had, told me she ran that she, day. She'd got up and run like nine miles and she was like, Boy, I'm getting tired and it was like a little after ten. I'm like, Whoa, we just we're just now getting started. I said, but I ain't even got the wine out yet. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Here we go. <laughs> and so, now, apparently, a few of them, I think, brought it yes, with them. Yes, they did. But, uh, they did. It was, it's uh, not every day at your house that I see ice cold Samuel Adams. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, yeah. but uh, you know. But, <laughs> <laughs> right, but being Baptist, I walked in the closet and had one. Yeah. <laughs> <I'll share. laughs> That'll do it for this hour. A brand new hour uh, is right around the corner, and we love Don Juan's laugh, don't we? Good night alive. Merry Christmas from the Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.